Hey friends, welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Larson. This podcast is all about being real about the hardships that we face in life and sharing God's truth, goodness, and beauty in the midst of it. We know that we will face hardships in this life, but Jesus tells us to take heart for he has already overcome the world. Recently, we've been doing a series about how Jesus changes lives and makes us into a new creation. The old is gone, the new is here. There's some really cool episodes that are already out that you should definitely check out if you haven't already. And there are some upcoming episodes that I'm super excited to share in the future. However, for the time being, there's some schedule difficulties with some friends here in Japan, but also friends in the United States that have a 13 or 14 hour time difference. However, I wanted to share some things with you today, uh, mainly just some updates about how things are going here in Japan. My husband Drew and I moved here about... um, How many months ago has it been now? We moved here at the very beginning of October of 2022, and it's now March of 2023. So we've definitely been getting settled here. When we first got here, we didn't have any furniture, and we were, you know, obviously we didn't know anybody. And so now we've been able to make some more connections. We have furniture in our apartment. And you may know how we got here in the first place that Drew's here for his job, and I didn't necessarily have something that I was like coming here for besides that I'm like married to Drew, but I did find some volunteer opportunities. I'm still learning Japanese. Drew is grinding away hard at Japanese. He's really, really good. Japanese is a very difficult language if you didn't know already, and we are definitely enjoying it here. We get to go on some cool adventures and travel and explore, and we're looking forward to visits from family and a couple of friends here soon, which is really exciting. We actually recorded an episode a while back, Drew and I did, about um, Japan, our purpose, preparation, and provision, sharing the story of how God brought us to Japan. So if you haven't listened to that one, you might want to check that out. just gives a little bit more background. And it was before we knew a lot of what we know now, so it's cool to see how far God has brought us since then. So we are in Japan because Drew was accepted as an English teacher through an exchange program. So he works at a local junior and senior high school, as well as a visiting school every once in a while. And obviously I moved here because I'm married to Drew. So in a way, I'm just along for the ride. But actually, in 2021, God had been stirring my heart and building a desire for me desire in me to move overseas, specifically in the 1040 window, which is where there are large numbers of unchurched people or people who have not heard about who Jesus is. At the time, Drew and I weren't dating when I was feeling this call and this pull to move overseas, and I didn't know that Japan was in the 1040 window. I was actually working on applying to a mission school for uh, the Middle East, and so when we got here, I didn't really have a purpose that I was used to. I was used to working hard at school or in my jobs. So being on a dependent visa, which means that I'm not allowed to work in a new country with a new language, was a different experience for sure. At first, I really struggled with purpose and feeling productive as a housewife. I didn't feel like I was doing enough, really. And with not knowing the language, I felt like I couldn't do anything right. But also, I felt like I had to explain myself to our family and friends back home and to new people we were meeting about what I'm doing with my life. And I have been asked a lot what I'm doing here in Japan. And it's nice that 
now after God's been working on me and seeing that my purpose is not in my work and it's not in my productivity, my identity and purpose is in being loved by God, our Father, and and loving others. Like that is my main goal and purpose in life. And it's really cool getting to be a stay-at-home wife right now because it's such a big change in living in a new country. So Drew and I being able to work as like a partnership is really, really cool that he's working hard every day, going to school, teaching classes, helping out with students. And I get to help with more things at home, like cleaning and cooking. I've been learning some new Japanese recipes, which is fun, doing dishes, laundry, groceries, things like that, running errands. So it's really helpful with adjusting with living in a new country. It's And it's really a gift that Drew and I can work together to tackle these life tasks. We moved here for his job. And I just want to make his life a little easier by taking care of things at home. And obviously, the beautiful thing about marriage isn't like, oh, this is my side of things and this is your side of things. So take care of your side of things and we're good. But we look out for each other. So if there's ways that I see that I can help him in other ways or if he sees things that he can help me out in other ways, that doesn't mean that I'm the only one that's doing these things or he's the only one. You know what I mean? We're helping each other out. So it's just really cool to see how that plays out. But... I also get to volunteer, which is super fun. I got connected with some local, um, a local friend who she had the position that Drew has now, and she connected me with some other Japanese ladies who, through all these connections, I've been able to have these opportunities to teach English conversation classes to local seniors, help teach English to children with uh, with a friend of ours, and I also help with like English club at Drew's school. So these are some fun things I get to do. I also am studying Japanese, which compared to Spanish, it is an extremely difficult language. I was actually reading online about how it is the most difficult language to learn going from English to Japanese because they are so different. Did you know that there are like three alphabets in Japanese? When I, at first, I was studying Japanese before we knew for sure if we were coming or not. Not like hardcore studying, but just like a little bit. And I was learning like one of the alphabets. Then I started learning the other alphabet. So it's like hiragana and katakana, which are the symbols for the sounds. And then it hit me. I've heard it before, but for whatever reason, it just didn't really like actually hit me. That there's another called kanji which are the characters for ideas. So you can't just look at a kanji and like sound it out. How we do in English, you can look at something and kind of sound it out. But kanji, you have to just know the sounds that the character makes. And those characters have at least two sounds that it makes depending on the context that that character is in. Some of them have like 30 different sounds they can make depending on their context, which blows my mind. So when I learned about this third alphabet, like when it actually hit me, I might have had a mental breakdown. But (laughs) so at first, I honestly did not enjoy studying Japanese. It was a chore, a duty, something I had to do because we were moving to Japan and I didn't want to just be an American who only speaks English. I wanted to learn more about the culture and the language and be able to speak to people. But now, thankfully, God has transformed me in, in a way that I do enjoy studying and I'm slowly 
understanding more and more, which is really exciting when I'm listening to people and I can pick up on either like the big picture or some of the words that they're saying. It's so cool to be able to grow in this language, even though it's really difficult because I can use it to connect with people more. Another thing that we've been doing is getting connected to our local church with the services and activities. We found a church uh, like our first week here in Japan. We found it before we moved here because we found out we were moving to Kumamoto and we were like, okay, what's in Kumamoto? Where are there churches around? And we found this international church that looked really cool. So the first Sunday we were here, we checked it out and that's where we've been ever since, which is really cool. Also fun fact, uh, when we found out that we were moving to Kumamoto, we told our, our premarital counselor who his family is from Japan and he was also our officiant at our wedding and he was like, no way. My family came from Kumamoto. So it's just like really cool how God worked it all together. Anyway, so our international church is super cool. They have a service for families and a service for young adults because we have a pretty small space. So they kind of split it off into how the services work. But so we usually go to the young adult service, which is in the afternoon. And often when we're at our church service, I can look around and see people in the room that represent six, six continents. So basically all the continents except for Antarctica that are here in this one room at our church gatherings. And it's not a lot of people. Like sometimes it's like 15 people, 20 people maybe at most. And they're from all over the world. It's so cool. Our services are held in Japanese and English. So it's cool to hear both languages in that way. And also I got to dance at our Christmas services this year, which was really cool. And just getting to help in small ways, including uh, leading a, an English Bible study. Someone asked me about doing that. So that for English speakers. And I am still trying to keep up with the podcast. It's I'm more focused on real life, if that makes sense. Like not that the podcast is fake. But I'd rather be present in my relationships with people and getting connected than meeting my podcast schedule that I have in my brain. No one's making me do the podcast. It's just like I want to share things that are hopefully encouraging to others. Or if I feel like there's a message that that God wants me to share. Sometimes I feel like he lays something on my heart to share, you know. But so I appreciate your patience with the episodes as I am not consistent. But... It's really cool, especially when I get to interview people and hear and share their stories and things that God's been working in their lives, both people from here in Japan and through video calls to the U.S. It's just really cool how God's worked in people's lives in a deeper way that maybe I even knew from knowing them before. And a couple more things we've been doing. We've been doing some Bible studies. Uh, I get to lead a Bible study through our church. And Drew and I are also connected to a Zoom Bible study with um, Christians all over Japan. It's actually through his like exchange program. There's a Christian group chat and a Bible study, which has been awesome to connect with more people. And lastly, this is kind of just like a fun thing, but I've been taking some hula classes. I, as you may know, I'm a dancer. Like I trained in dance and I majored in dance in college and all of that and was a dance instructor for a while. So it's been like weird not teaching or dancing super consistently, 
but this is like a really fun way to still get to dance and attend classes and we get to do like a little hula performance in May but it's not high pressure which is really nice it's just like a beautiful peaceful style of dance and really fun get to do it with a couple of um, people who live close by we carpool together and get to dance which is super fun so I'm really thankful that even though I'm not working like a regular job, there's still so many different opportunities to learn and serve in other ways. So I've been really thankful for that and God just shifting my perspective and seeing that my purpose and my identity and my value is not in work and making money and being productive, you know? So I hope you know that too, that your value is not in your work. Your value is not in how much you can accomplish, how efficient you are. God has made us to work. I think that's absolutely true, that we aren't just supposed to be lazy. Being lazy is not a good thing, but rest is a good thing. We can rest in God. That's why he gave us the Sabbath. So it's good to work, it's good to rest, and it's cool to find different opportunities to work in a sense. And speaking of work, I actually recently got a part-time job as an assistant language teacher at a different school in Kumamoto. It hasn't started yet. A friend of a friend of ours from church actually reached out to me and described the job and it was just like a perfect fit. The amount of hours is very low, so it allows me to continue to volunteer. And they actually worked around my schedule, which is so kind of them. I thought the process to get approved to work part-time on a dependent visa was going to take a long time, like the paperwork and the application and approval process, but it was actually very simple and quick process. The timing though is just right as we are pretty settled, so it's not like I'm spending a lot of time trying to get our apartment together like I was in the beginning when we didn't have any furniture or a car. So it's nice that now we're now we're settled. And I can still volunteer, but I also can work just a little bit every week as well at a school, which is really fun. And um, the interesting thing is about Japan for their school year is the end of March is actually like the end of their school year. And April starts a new school year. Unlike in the U.S., usually school starts at the end of August or the beginning of September and goes through May, roughly, depending on school that you go to. So right now... It's like the end of March, so it's like the end of the school year. So Drew School is wrapping up the school year. He has some specific teaching goals that he's working on improving. We're loving our church community, getting to serve fellow teachers, friends, and our church and Bible study communities. There's definitely some times that it's tough being so far away from our family and friends, and especially with like time differences with our friends in the States and the culture here being so different than what we are used to. I think some people think that's just like, we are just cruising along and that there's no problems. Sometimes social media can make it seem like that. I don't know. But while we're, we are enjoying it here and it's a lot of fun, we get a lot of adventures and it's very peaceful here. It's definitely not easy being away from people who are so dear to our hearts. So there's that too. But it's a good reminder for us as Christians that we are strangers and foreigners here on this earth. This earth is not our home. Our home is eternity with Jesus. This world will seem strange to us, but we know that it is temporary 
and we hold on to hope of Jesus coming again soon or us going home first, whichever happens first. I did ask Drew if he wanted to share any Japan updates, and he said, we're staying. That's all he said, really. (laughs) Well, he gave like a few more updates. But if you didn't already know with the program that Drew is working for, they do one-year contracts, and you can go up to five years. So initially, when we were talking about Japan and what that looks like, we were just planning on staying for one year. But with lots of prayer and consideration and seeing all that God is doing here, we did decide to stay for an additional year. So we're really excited about that. Also, just a side note, we aren't technically missionaries. Like, we aren't connected to a particular missions organization, and we haven't received any formal missionary training. But we do make it our goal to share the good news of Jesus with those we come in contact with, whether that's teacher friends, other foreign residents, whether that's Japanese people, just anyone that we come in contact with, we want them to know the good news of Jesus, that Jesus died for you and that he loves you so much. So we've been finding some creative ways to share because everyone hears messages differently. So it's important to share the same message, like the message doesn't change, but in a way for each person to hear it, if you know what I mean. So that's why it's really cool that God reveals himself in so many ways through nature, through science, through math, through the arts, through history. His message transcends borders and nationalities and languages. He loves you no matter where you are. And his message can reach people no matter how they hear. So it's been interesting learning about how the Japanese culture is different in understanding who Jesus is. Because a lot of people in Japan see religion almost as their nationality. Like they are Japanese, so they are Buddhist or They go to the Shinto shrines because they are Japanese. So a lot of people think of Christianity as being an American religion, which is very interesting because Jesus was born in Israel, in Bethlehem, and he came for all people. He came to fulfill the prophecy and the law of the Jews But he came to expand it to all the world. So it's not for a specific country. It is for all people. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So hopefully we can learn more about Japanese culture and just how to reach people better Part of that is learning the language. Part of that is learning from other missionaries who have come to Japan. Um, So if you know anything about how to reach people for Jesus in Japan, please let me know. I would love to learn more. And it's also an encouragement for you, no matter where you are, if you are living in a different country or if you're living in your home country or the States or whatever, There are always opportunities to reach people and to tell them about what Jesus did for us and how much he loves us. Just make sure that you are listening to the Holy Spirit. He always gives the right words to speak. And he's also the one that convicts the hearts of the listeners. And it's not always easy. People are going to reject you. People aren't going to 
like what you say. People aren't always going to believe what you say, but it's important to keep speaking truth in love. Another thing I just want to share is the importance of the church, which I have so much seen since being here, is how important it is to be connected with people who also love Jesus. So again, no matter where you are, I hope that you have a local body of people who love Jesus because it's so important for you to be encouraged and to encourage others and to help each other, to refine each other and challenge one another. In the New Testament, there's so many times where there's like a verb and then one another, encourage one another, build one another up, you know, and that's what the body of Christ is supposed to look like. We're supposed to be gathering together and singing songs and worshiping and speaking his word and just growing together. So I just encourage you that if you're struggling, even if you're not struggling, but especially if you're struggling, make sure that you're really connected with people who also love Jesus. Yes, we want to go out into the world and share Jesus with people who don't know him, but we also want to be rooted and established in a community that will encourage and build us up just in the same way that we want to serve and love the members of the body of Christ. Anyway, thanks for listening. Just wanted to give a little update and some encouragement to you wherever you are. And I'm excited to share some episodes soon about more stories of Jesus changing lives because he's changed so many lives. He's changed my life. He's changed so many people that I know. And it's just really the schedules that I'm trying to figure out so I can share more stories because they are amazing. And you are amazing. God loves you so much. I hope you have an awesome week. If you want to stay connected with us at the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. Join our Facebook group. Also, it's awesome when you like or leave reviews rate the podcast just because when you do that, it actually helps other people to find the podcast. So thank you for doing that. And I hope you have an awesome week. May the Lord bless you and keep you.